Welcome back to another episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Bears. I am alive. I am Patrick, your host and and DM for this all original D and D campaign. And with me, we have Alden, Gwentor, Diana Fire, and Tyrus. In the last camp, in the last episode, I almost called you Zavros. And then I I keep, I, I'm having to look at my name right now, so I don't <laughs> say Zavros. Uh, too soon. Too soon. Um, okay, so when we God, last left you guys, you had uh, Diana, Glugtar, and Molden. You had escaped the tower that had crumbled. Uh, which you, where you met up with another person, uh, Tyrus, who was also being captured uh, in that same tower, um, who told you that he was also on a mission from the Merciful Divine from Soli to collect the Staff Shards. Um, as you guys were becoming aware of your surroundings, figuring out next plans, an alert blasted uh, throughout the entire city, uh, to your knowledge, that Glugtar was a traitor and had betrayed Calda, uh, and was a wanted fugitive from the law, uh, and you guys chose to go to Euglossin, uh purchased a boat, or rented a boat that you stole, uh, and traveled out of Calda to Falmot, to just outside of Falmot. Uh, so how are you guys doing? Good. Fantastic. A little stoned. Mm. nice yay Denver (laughs) Um, so what do you guys want to do you guys are camping out in the the woods outside of Falmont Um, so we were headed back to Savitas Libera to get in touch with Jack Tanner Um, obviously first thing in the morning would not be a good time because She'll still be hungover, but I feel like at some point we should call her on the cell phone. Okay, uh, so are you just going to hang out where you are? Are you going to be heading towards the city? Are you going to head into Falmot while you're waiting? Uh, Tyrus doesn't know about the cell phone, so his plan was to go to a tavern and then ask around about Jack Tanner. Yeah, I think it would make sense to go into Falmont. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys get into Falmot, which is a somewhat decent-sized city. So Falmot has a population, it's somewhat small, um, compared to other cities uh, within Cantharis. There's a, it's a population of around 10,000 people, so it's mostly like a port town uh, that's used for a lot of uh, shipping and receiving in and out of this minor part of uh the Cantharis, which is on, uh, it's the Isle de Montes, is the name of this island. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, you can go find a tavern. There's definitely ones open. We're going for brunch. They're Hamburger Mary's. <laughs> They have a cheeseburger Charlie's chain as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you can go there. Um, 
And, uh, what do you guys do when you get to Cheeseburger Charlie's? Um, so it's like, this is like, Cheeseburger Charlie's looks like a tavern thing, right? Yeah. Alright, uh... Oh yeah, you weren't, you weren't here when we did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Tyrus goes and, uh, and basically, uh, he, he asked one, like, one of the... One of the bar people who are walking around like, where is the tavern owner? We're trying to uh, see and Wait, talk to the manager. You walk in, I want to talk to the manager. Okay, Karen. Mm-hmm. He's not asking like that. He's like, hey, where's the tavern? <laughs> 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 Alright. Sure, so- and um, they say, sure, sure, right away. Is there is there a problem with your service? Oh, no, no. He's an old friend of mine. I just want to say hi. Okay, uh, and, uh, he, uh, goes off into the back, uh, and then you see him, uh, this is a, a human that you're talking to, uh, and he comes out of the door, uh, and you don't see anyone else coming with him, uh, and then you see a little halfling kind of hop up, uh, onto a stool behind the bar. Does <laughs> every bar person we meet a halfling? Is that actually a bar person, or is this the tavern owner? This is the tavern owner. And he goes, uh, how can I help you? Welcome to Cheeseburger Charlie's. Uh, the drag brunch starts in about two hours. But, uh, of course, the bottomless mimosas, uh, all day long on, on Sundays. Oh, I'm in. This is messy. <laughs> Hi, my name is Tyrus Bruteforge. I just want to come in, uh, I just want to shake your hand. Okay, and... He goes in for a handshake, and he has, like, the secret handshake thing. Uh, he goes, It's nice to meet you, Tyrus. I am Frankie Mermaid, uh, the owner of this franchise of Cheeseburger Charlie's. Um, please come back. Let, let me show you uh, some of our more exclusive uh, goods and wares that we have. That sounds perfect. I'm parched. Okay, so he, like, leads you uh, into kind of his office, uh, and then closes the door, and then you see him walk over to the wall, and he taps on it uh, in, like, three very distinct locations, and it opens up into a back room. Bathroom? He... <laughs> back room. <laughs> like a back, like, hidden room. But is there a toilet? No. Uh, and when you get back there, he says, um, how can I help you today? What do you need do you need something smuggled? Are you looking to purchase? I am actually, I'm actually looking for Jack Tanner. Do you know uh, his whereabouts? He's holding something for me that uh, I'd like to retrieve. Am I? Uh, yes, I believe he is uh, due to be in the Civitas Libera today on the mainland. Is it just Tyrus that went back there or did all of us go? You guys tell me. You're all welcome. Yeah, yeah we all okay. yes. cool. Uh, perfect. Are the last there? Are we? So, uh, quick timeout. Are we, like, we're already in... I lost my map. You're in Cantharis, but on the... the small island that... Yeah. is... half called a... Half. Will we have any issues just walking there? Like, I legit don't know. Like, no. 
don't think we necessarily need to be smuggled there. Not had the greatest of luck. I would ask, uh, I would ask him, like... Tyrus also doesn't know that here. I would ask him, like, how... How heavy of a presence are the Turks here? The who? The Turks? Oh, the Turks. Um... The, the Turks. Terrorism and emergency response patrol? The Turks. Oh, good. Cool. Uh, he says that they're, they're around. Um, they mostly stay on the border with Calda. Uh, but they're definitely around. They don't really... They know about our operation. Uh, as long as we kind of pay them a little bit of money, they tend to leave us alone. Okay. Really, my notes, it just says, think I slipped for magic. Okay. Oh. Uh, do we need, like, fake IDs for y'all or anything? Uh, this is Tyrus literally asking us uh, to this group. Because oh. he doesn't know anything about your previous... Uh, no, because our, our trip to Kansas to, uh, Soviet Silvera, we basically just met up with Gene's uncle and aunt, told him what was up, and then teleported to Calda. Yeah, we did not. We shopped and left. Yeah, we didn't really do anything bad or anything that caused trouble. Right. So we ought to be good to walk in? I think, I think so. so. I still have my, like, Magic user license or whatever from before, right? Yep. Okay. Have like a, a day or two left or something. I'm guessing that uh, Tyrus does also since he's probably come through Kantharis. Yeah. Yeah, you would have already gotten that. Alright, so is that all of our business at hand? Um, is there an easy way to get from Format to Savita Silvera? I guess there's like a train or something? Yeah, there would be a, a, a train that runs pretty regularly between Falmat and the Savita Libera Menorah, which is the smaller version of Savita Libera on the other side of the bridge. Uh, and then you can take the bridge there. Uh, so consider Fallmat like a suburb of... Oh, so we're riding the subway. Yeah, so you can basically ride like a subway to get there. Gotcha. And then cross the bridge into the Civitas Libera. Alright. Is there any, um... As far as you know... Uh, Frankie Mermaid. Frankie, is there anything, as far as you know, that we should be be aware of? Anything going on climate-wise? With uh, anyone that we should uh, watch out for or be avoid? Do I look familiar to you, Frankie Mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, if what I'm saying is getting across, but I'm basically asking, like, is there... Political climate issue. Yeah. There we go. That's where, that's where, that's where I was headed. He is going to say that they raised the terror level, the terror threat for Cantharis, up to the highest alert. Uh, because of some warnings that they've received from their spies that Calda is set to attack imminently. Oh, jeez. That sounds about right. That tracks. Yeah. Uh, and then he's going to take a double look at Glugtar. Tyrus is also looking at Glugtar and be like, crap. Yeah. And then kind of like look down at like a tablet that he has. And he's gonna say, What did you what did you do? 
I mean, I'm not gonna judge. I I will help anyone who has the money to help. Uh, who has the money to pay. But, uh, you are wanted by the entire nation of Calda? Yeah, I'm kind of being set up. He slept <laughs> Aren't, Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah, we, aren't we all indeed? No one's guilty here. No. No, I... Look, even if you were, I don't judge. I don't judge. Uh, and you... You need to go meet up with Jack Tanner. Um, I don't know exactly what he's been getting into recently. Um, Trouble seems to have a way of always finding Jack. Sounds about right. I'll tell you, um, take, take these. I hope they can help. Listen, anyone who's gonna betray Calda is a friend of mine. Uh, and he hands each of you a syringe labeled Amped. So I'll tell you what they do. Labeled Meth. Oh, that's the thing that the other guys Yeah, they were they were on Amped. This is what Dominic and, and Jolene were using. Yeah. Um, so you each get one of these syringes. Who's probably going to sue us now? It gives you a full heal. You get advantage on that turn, and it doubles your movement for that turn. Does it prevent opportunity attacks? It does not prevent opportunity attacks. You also have to roll a percentage die when you use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that increasingly it raises every time you use it to determine if you get addicted. So the first time you do it, you have to beat a 5 on the percentage die. Uh, and then it kind of doubles every time. So the next time you use it, it would be a 10, the next time a 20, the next time a 40, the next time an 80. The next time you're auto-addicted. Is it is it one shot per syringe? or One shot per syringe. Okay. Can you repeat what the syringe does? Yeah, it gives you a full heal. Double move. Double movement on that turn. Advantage on that turn. And it's a bonus action to use it. Welcome to the world of drugs. And what happens if you get addicted? With uh, you need to keep using it, or you go into withdrawal, which actually slows your movement by half. You get disadvantage, um, and you start losing hit points. We only have four of them. Right, but you can buy them on the black market. Yeah. Also, there is a chance that you get addicted on the first shot. Oh, okay. And if you roll... Very low chance. And you have a 95% chance of not getting addicted. So a pretty good chance based on my rolls. Yeah. So... Jack got addicted looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) Jack smelled it. (laughs) That's not bad. That's a 6. Uh, 60. Oh, yeah, that's a 10 
Okay. And then he is going to give Glugtar an additional thing. Which is a small pin that you can put on your... One of your articles of clothing. That will serve as a disguise for you. Oh, neat. He goes, I know you're not in Calda, but... Over here on the island, there are a lot of Calda sympathizers. So it's probably better to be safe. Sure. Thank you. And, um... I'm happy to help you guys. At some point, I might need to ask you guys to help me out. And I hope that you'll just remember... How nice I was to you. Just quick pro Yeah. It sounds like a... <laughs> Do you need any help with anything now? While we're here? I mean... No, not right now. Okay. This is just, you know, this is how I run the main part of my business. You you make connections with people, and uh, sometimes you need to call on them for certain favors. It's not required. I don't... I don't require the favors. But at the same time. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll sure right. help if we can. Thanks, Freddy. And, uh, with that, he will... Tyrus hands over, like, a pony keg or one of his beer. <laughs> he just happened to have in the bag. Oh, yeah. Nice. Because I think... I think I'll keep this for my, uh... My own, my own reserves, if you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean, good sir. And he goes and taps it in, pours himself a glass. Yeah, he taps it. Taps it in his mouth. That's right, you're a whore too. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know that yet. I think we just learned it. (laughs) All right, I think we are good. As far as the, the conversation with Frankie Merman. Okay, so you guys can... He'll tap kind of in three places on the wall again and reopen the secret door. Uh, and you guys can exit. Right. Actually, get brunch. Oh, yeah, no, he's... Uh, Tyrus is absolutely getting a beer. I said brunch. Bottomless mimosa! <laughs> Just a beer. That's all I need. <sighs> So, I will say the trains run every, like, 20 minutes to get you into the the city. Plenty of time. And I'm wearing my disguise, so I don't care. We can have we can hang out for a minute. Is your disguise, like, literally just, like, a lapel thing? No. Does it, like, cast a spell on you or something? So, it basically casts, like, an illusion over him, so he now okay. looks like a human. Oh. A very tall human. Alright, Tyrus guy goes up to the bar and he asks for a sampler of every ale they have. Ow. That's... Yeah. Well, actually, it can be like that much. It's gotta be like four. Like four it's hamburger, five. Mary. I mean, you're getting a Coors Light. You're getting a... So they have 20, bar- 20 uh, beers on tap. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> and you'll also see that the samplers are not... Uh, the same size as they normally are in other places. Each sampler is about like a six ounce glass. Oh, you're Jesus. gonna be. That's, that's pretty fucking bad. Do you uh, have like, your beer on tap? 
Tyra's like like legit ass for like just for like a, a one ounce pour of what they have. They like, like look at you. They were already like partway through filling the second one. Uh, so the bartender goes and like drinks the first one down to it's about one ounce. And then they Tyra's fill the rest of them with one ounces. <laughs> I mean, I would have bought that first one. That was a trick. There's shrugs. Alright. I'm doing some Irish right. And they'll, they'll, they'll look at you and they'll be like, that'll be uh, 15 gold pieces. Mm. Malden and Diana both get a drink as well. I'll get a drink. Are you drinking now? I have now yeah, you're on the run? problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are we looking at like 20 pieces total or what? Yeah, if you guys are just getting like regular drinks, uh, it'll be 20 gold total. Did I perform? You so, should get everyone drunk. I should perform so that they like it. Drag brunch is about to start. You gonna get some clean Oh no! Nope. nope, I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm gonna get shoved right before the drag queens go on. Sorry, I forgot we were at like. Burger Charlie's. She's Burger Charlie's. Tyrus asks uh, Frankie Mermaid like. Would it be okay if I gave out some free samples of my beer, like uh, to your crowd? Uh, sure. Uh, and you know, if if enough people like it, maybe we will uh, consider adding it. I I liked what I had, and he's like drinking his second mug of it now. Oh yeah. Uh, Tyrus mutters under his breath. That's fucking good beer. <laughs> no, he said he liked it. He's drinking like yeah, he's yeah, no, second, no, like, right? like, like, like he's happy, like he's like reassuring himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, based based on getting like snapped from the first guy, but this a little a little shaken from, from the guy in Calda. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he, he kind of does like a little like yeah thing. Like, she really holds on to things. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, so so he, I, uh, Tyrus is kind of going back and forth between sampling his little tasters and kind of like, walking around like with with the keg and like and some glasses. And asking people if they would like a, a free sample of this beer. So that's what he's doing in the meantime. Okay. Uh, roll me two d20s with advantage. So two rolls with advantage each time. God damn it. 15 and a 7. Okay. Um, so like... Half the people that you gave it to really enjoyed the beer. Uh, and a lot of people were very, like, lukewarm about it. That's fine, I'm fine with that. Because free is delicious. We have our drinks! Yay! Right, Diana, did you want to perform? No. No, no just did all. And then we, and then we <laughs> go to the... Then we go to the train, so that we can get... <laughs> Across town. Oh, like, also Tyrus was taking notes on the samples that he had. Like, what he liked, what he didn't like. Flavor profiles. This, this, um, podcast is now just going to turn into the adventures of Tyrus Brew Company. Yeah. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> We're going rid of everything else. <laughs> it's just going to be him going around, giving out samples, and doing research. It's like the Guy Fieri of beer. Yeah. Well, you're like making notes of like things they like, things they didn't, taste profiles. Uh, <laughs> and bears. And bears. He's been doing a lot of tavern RP, that's why. 
Oh, she's gonna get exhausted. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Until I actually start bringing beer to this stuff. Alright, guys. Drink up. Okay, so you guys have your drinks, you eat your food, um, and you can head to the train uh, to get into the Civitas Libera Menorah uh, just fine. We did it. And then from there we crossed the bridge. Pyrus has got a little spring in his step because people like his beer. And so while you were crossing the bridge, I it was like a portal or something. I thought it was a bridge. Sorry, that, that was just, that was just my opinion. Okay. Oh no, it is a bridge. Okay. Um, but they have like shuttles that go across the bridge. We also would have uh, asked Frankie like which club is Anita Sword performing it. No, we asked him. Yeah, and he said to meet the And he would have told you which club. I just don't have a name for the club. Cool. We're gonna call it the club right now. The club. The club. The club. Call it club foot. Yeah. Um. So the bridge is like a three-level bridge. So on the bottom level, there's cars heading from the mainland to the island. The second level is cars heading from the island to the mainland, and then the top level is kind of like a trolley. Uh, that goes back and forth between the two. Ding, 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 goes the trolley. Nope. <laughs> Where's the Do obnoxious... it, James. You know you want to. I, I don't. <laughs> Where's the part with the obnoxious black people that want to run and walk and fight? <laughs> because you know that will happen. <laughs> and there's bike paths on... There's like a bike lane on the bottom two lanes. Got it. Um, okay, so you guys uh, are on the trolley, I'm assuming? Yes. Yes. Uh, so while you're on the trolley, all four of you hear a message in your head. And it is from Joanna, uh, who is the arcanist for the Merciful Divine. And she is going to say... I was gonna say, no one's gonna do the song for that one. Let <laughs> me finish. Um, we have gotten word of the imminent plans for the Canis Venatici. They are housed in their private bunker in the Civitas Libera, and they are set to use the pieces of the staff that they have. Tomorrow night, during the dark solstice. Is Jack Tanner going to be like the leader of the Kings? We will be sending a group of people <laughs> to accompany you in the Civitas Libera. Please get there as soon as you can. Hey girl, we're on the trolley there now. How you doing? So, she doesn't respond. <laughs> Can, wow, we, can we use the pieces against them? Or do we even know how to use the... Use them? Um, you they're... don't know how to use them? Like, you've seen them being used individually to power... To overpower things? So sure. if you remember the first time that you fought Tenris, he had overpowered his staff with a... A shard? Okay, so we could stick them in our... Butt. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> ready with that? Whoa. 
was. Someone's going to do it. Someone's going to fall right into this crowd. Thank you. You're welcome. Wasn't like that that prophecy about my character, like I would use the staff or something to like stop the solstice? Yeah. I don't know if that's specific to my character. It was just my character was the one to prophecy. Oh. I don't know if he's the only one that can use the staff, though. Uh, no, the prophecy fall. was that you would... Uh, the prophecy was that you would be able to prevent it. Oh, right. Someone with deep eggplant skin. Mm. Oh, that's not me. Because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so deep. The deeper she purple um, like a bruise. Is there, <laughs> is there any... And to be clear, you? the solstice is not a danger. It's the plan that's going to happen on that's the solstice. Right. Is there anybody in the town that we're headed to that would have the kind of arcane knowledge as to how we could incorporate the shards into our own? Probably put magic knowledge. Weapons. And we're going to like New York City. Yeah, I mean there would be people there. Um, I would also say that you guys might suspect that Jack Tanner might be a good place to start. Well, we need to get that other one from me, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's go do that. But that's my thinking, guys. If we could, if we're gonna fight them, yeah, we might as, we well, might as well bring all of the shards to one place. Yeah. Well, Homegirl has her still in. I stay in Calda, so they're they're not. Uh, yeah, they're Calda one, so they're not gonna get a hold of all. Or did? And so you guys are halfway across the bridge. And I want all of you to make a perception check. Uh, 12. Does it matter that my passive perception is 20? Sure, you don't have to make a perception check. Six. One just like says over here in the corner. Go perceive. Yeah, mine's fucking 20. Bitch is aware. My wisdom is like a negative. <laughs> yeah. uh, what might you say? Mine is a fourteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Tyrus Glugtar, you feel the train start shaking, like ever so slightly. Oh. And then you turn around, uh, and kind of look. So it's like a lot of windows on this tram. Like you can pretty much see everywhere. Like, like, like San Francisco-style trolley kind of thing? Yeah, but like... A glass roof instead of like a top roof. Like an actual roof. So you can even see above you. Um, and... You see an enormous dragon... Kind of flying. And you see it spray fire onto... The bridge. A real dragon? A mechanical dragon. Because they are going to be the same spot. And you see the bridge start to collapse. Oh, crap. Why would she do that? Acts of war. Because we're on it now. She don't know. I got a face thing on. I mean, I think they just want to take the whole island. Oh... Yeah, this is them cutting off the island from the rest. Which side of this cut are we on? You are on the southwestern side. 
Okay, so we are closer to the main continent. Yeah. Oh, then I'm not that concerned. Bye. How far are we from it? <laughs> yeah, like, is the bridge collapsing going to ca- cause us to die? You all die. Really I mean, not die, but you are still over the water right now. Are we going to make it to the other side before the bridge collapses, is I guess what we're asking? No. Oh. That's not fun. So basically, we just need to solve for not taking fall damage right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. How uh, far is the bridge? We're on the third tier. Also. You're on the third tier. It's about 100 feet up from the water at the lowest tier, at the top tier. How close are we to the land? Portal to it if you can see it. Is oh, that how that works? Yeah. You're about a mile to the land still. That's too far. Yeah. Can you portal us very clo- much closer to it? Now, <laughs> five hundred feet. Oh, yeah. All right. And then What's while the- you guys are looking, you see the dragon shift, uh, and it is no longer using. Uh, fire is no longer coming out, and you see bolts of lightning coming out from its mouth, uh, causing the bridge to collapse even further. Okay. What is everyone else doing? Yeah. Panicking. Are we going to Spider-Man it and save everybody or just ourselves? There's about 30 other people on this trolley with you. Like business people like going in to work for the day or like meetings or stuff like that. Um... So has, like, the trolley started falling yet, or is it just... It is about to fall, like, imminently. Like, how much time do we really have to act? Yeah. I will give you 12 seconds. Two actions? So we get two two actions. How many people can fit on a giant eagle? I want to say two. So what's the, what's the fall going to be? Is it going to be like saving throw kind of thing? If you're going to fall, um, you would take. Like, is it just going to be like ten d six of damage? There's no well, saving I- fall. I can okay. fly. I have fly. And I could probably carry. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, if, yeah. if I was going to throw the last if it was going to be like a saving throw. Like, if I am a giant eagle, like, you said carrying too, is that like carrying in my claws or like they're riding on my back? Riding on your back. I could potentially carry another person in my. Yeah. Okay. Also, be a giant vulture instead. 
I can save myself. So. I can give three of us uh, five temporary hit points. Alright, so you just want to do that and like, get out of the thing and uh, start, my start is, flying away. Basically it's a safety fall thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we would have to get out of the trolley somehow. Like, it's can we climb glass, up the top? It's a glass ceiling, but it's still a ceiling. There's like windows, like you could get out. Yeah. It's just like adults on this trolley, there's no children. No, there's some kids. <laughs> I'd say there's probably about like six kids on the trolley. If Garrett was a giant bird carrying three of us and I made him invisible, would it make all of us invisible since technically he is carrying us? No. Damn. That would be like floating through the sky. <laughs> it would be harder to see. It would be a little bitty. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, because I'm thinking like giant eagle flying through the sky while there's also a giant mechanical dragon. Yeah, we might be able to sneak Which away has, quicker. Like, that's, that's my big concern. It's like I turn into this giant bird. It's like, oh, target Now matches. the dragon's going to chase us. Right. Exactly. So if we're invisible, maybe he don't see us. Or see the, at least if the eagle's invisible. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing is, and also like communicating this to right. them. Like, and I'm gonna ride on his back. I, like, I want y'all to jump on my back once I transform. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll fly myself out so you guys get on the back so that you carry him. But like, yeah, if you could make me invisible, that would be cool too. Yeah. Because giant dragon. Okay. Okay, you guys can do that. Um, and you are able to kind of transform, get everyone on, uh, just as the trolley falls down. Ooh. Ooh. I hope you're happy to you said there's like, bunch of kids. You said there's like charges. six kids. Everyone's dead. Well, you said there's like six kids, like, would I be able to carry like one or two of them, two or three of them, like, in my claws? Sure. You can carry four of them in your claws. Or children. Okay. The one from their parents. Literally yeah. Sophie's choice going on right. right now. I carry the ones that look like they have the richest parents. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're dressed well. You're an urchin. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm you... not going to go through which ones I actually carry. I carry four Just of them. Just the four closest. Yeah. So you Can grab the four them? closest kids. Diana, you could carry one. Okay. One kid gets left behind. Are you saving a child? I am. Because that's what Diana would do. She would go for the hot guy. Get the hot guy. Get the hot poor guy. Uh, And so as you grab them, the trolley goes barreling down and you see it kind of explode on impact as it like hits a bunch of cars that are also falling (laughs) um, below you. And there's just kind of an explosion uh, with all of this. In the back, you see a bunch of big explosions coming up from the island uh, on the Cantharis side. Basically, like, blowing up the... The, the rest of the bridge, or... The bridge the... Like, the rest of the bridge, a bunch of buildings, you would assume, in the, the big city. 
Uh, and then you... I'm basically just flying to the city. Like, to the main city, to Slavera. Okay. I'll say that you guys can get to the city uh, unharmed. The dragon is purely right now attacking the bridge and, like, architecture. Yeah, okay. Let's save people and let let the city deal with that because that's an act of war. Yeah, it needs to be handled by something much larger than a party of four people that are yeah. not from here. Yeah, attention isn't on us anymore. Right. That's that's my thought. Like, so have we landed on the mainland yet? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So as you're going to land on the mainland, you see a bunch of kind of air, um, like mechanical. Eagles, uh, with people riding on their backs, uh, kind of heading up. Uh, you see some blimps, uh, kind of going up as well, heading towards the dragon, uh, firing missiles at it. We'll let them do that. Yeah, I don't really want to engage with no. the... Yeah. How are the dudes um, doing, though? Does it look like they're, like, making, like, serious headway on taking this dragon out? Eh... Not serious headway. Alright, cool. Raven pillage. If they're like, gonna take it down like right the fuck now and be like, Then we need to grab that shit, that shard. Yeah. yeah. That was my opinion. But if they're if it's kinda like stalemate yeah. whatever. So, okay, so you guys can land. And is was this the town where magic was forbidden? Yeah. Okay, so are we setting off alarms as soon as we land? Thing? I mean, that's why I was also saving other people, too. Uh, no, because invisibility would not be an illegal magic. What about shape-shifting? We, it nope. can't be offensive ma- magic. That's... Okay. Like, yes, I could do Also, they probably have, like, bigger people, things around but... than someone casting. Yeah, yeah. that's gray area. Uh, once we land, I'm going to ask if any of these kids are werewolves. they're just crying they are terrified who answers for me to have you children right (laughs) Um, no I take them like if there is like local orphanage orphanage or a hospital their parents were not on the train supposedly no they were Young children, yeah. Oh, the parents were on the train? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have left yeah. Why would there just be uh, young kids? Oh, my gosh. On a plant by themselves. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You never took public transit? Like, by yourself? All right. I don't care about no. these kids. What are we doing next? I mean, I'm dropping them off somewhere that is, like, with the authorities. Yes, obviously. Right. Well, there's probably, like, river authorities or, or bridge authorities near, like, yeah. the tower. Oh, yeah, and there's, like, tons of military personnel, like, getting towards, like, where the bridge would connect. Yeah, that's where I dropped the kids off. Like, I saved as many as I could. And I run behind him and say, me too! (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Okay, so now what do you guys do? That was exciting. Let's go get a drink. Uh, yeah. We gotta right. find Jack Tanner. Yeah. Now. Yeah, quickly. Uh, so I vote that we call Jack Tanner on the cell phone. Cool. Beep, boop, like, boop. 
Drake starts playing in the background. You guys have a cell phone? Yeah. You don't? <laughs> We're rich. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, that guy's like, what? Cell phone? That's crazy. I think, did you have it? I don't remember who had it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my vote. We call him the like, girl. Where you at? We oh, to... I thought we were already doing that. Yes, we call Jack Tanner. What happens? We need to go. Does Jack Tanner pick up? Yeah, and he's gonna say, "What the hell has been happening with you guys?" Well, we were your on the picture is everywhere. The... They're attacking the city now. What if he failed? Yep. We also found a friend of yours. And I put you on the phone. Hey, Jack. Yeah. It's Tyrus. Hey, Tyrus. Uh, how did you? I, I mean, I'm I don't know why I'm surprised. Cell phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I can't talk right now. Meet me in District Four at the University of Magic in the library. Cyrus is speaking no. overly loud. Well, he's he's still not used to cell phones. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> we'll meet you at the... Yeah. <laughs> and and be safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I take this cell phone away. <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we make our way there. Okay, so that's on the exact opposite side of town from where you guys are at now. And the rest of this game casting. Cyrus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll go the most direct way there, I guess. Get your phone out and call an Uber. Are they and Uber's going to come to, like, a destruction area? That's probably just inflated rates. I will say all modes of transportation have been shut down in the city. Alright, looks all right. like we're hoofing it. Go, go. Are you still an eagle? Are you still an invisible eagle? I'm transformed. Yeah. Am I still flying? Has more than an hour passed? Probably oh, not. Can we just fly no. on the eagle? Fly like an eagle. Yeah, we're we're flying. All of that happened in the air. All the other anti-fly <laughs> things are in the air. Turn around. Look at me. No. Get it. Okay. Uh, so you can make it uh, to the University of Magic. I would say it'll take you pretty much the remainder of the hour to get there. All right. Okay. Done. Okay. No more flying. No we more invisible. It. No more eagle. I might even last for four hours. Yeah. Just be an eagle for the next yeah. three hours. It's a giant eagle in this library, guys. Not just this place. Place. It's a homeless and eagles. Full of homeless And meanwhile, while you're doing this, you see people kind of below panicking, uh, fleeing the city. Um, they this don't city? really know what's going on. Oh. By the way, while I'm an eagle, the name is Squawkin. Oh, uh, so you guys get to the University of Magic and can kind of uh, enter the library and you see Jack Tanner. At this point, I'm back being Malden again. Hey, girl, hey. I, 
I've been so worried for you. Where... Where's the rest of you? So very dead. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have one more person? Like, we, need, we need to catch up. Yeah, we fill them in on all the yeah. all the details. And we've actually uh, lost two. <laughs> yeah. And Tyrus, uh, how did... Indeed. What? Yeah, like, our party got captured, and I'm pretty sure everyone else is dead. I'm and he kind of, like, looks sullen for a moment. He didn't confirm it or anything, he just thinks they're all dead. I mean, I don't know what's happening, <laughs> Jess. I'm gonna need you to get all the way off my back. <laughs> <laughs> and says, well, you're... Fairly. Your package is in a safe place, and kind of like winks at you. Uh, he doesn't know like how much the rest of them know about what you had smuggled to him. Oh yeah, Tyrus picks up what he's putting down, and it's kind of like, uh, these guys are clear, I've, I've, we, we've caught each other up, they were both in the same mission, so we're joining forces, so they know about the shark that you're holding for me. And he is going to say, okay, okay, it's, um... It's in the basement here. Uh, there's a secret know. tunnel. Alright, let's go get it. Uh, and so you are going to uh, kind of follow him and walk down and he is going to go to uh, a bookcase uh, and kind of pull a series of books in a row and is going to shift the bookcase uh, on the floor, opening uh, a space where you can see like a trap door uh, that he opens up uh, and descends down and tells you guys Baldwin to follow. Is, Baldwin is trying really hard to not get distracted by all the books and keep up with everyone, but it's not going well for him. He does like books. Ours doesn't give a player flying fuck about books. And then walks in. <laughs> he starts making beer. <laughs> okay, so you guys follow Jack Tanner down this uh, trapdoor. Do I see any fun books on the way to catch my eye? I don't think that you would have time to see anything super fun. <laughs> Like, I feel like you guys are there on a mission. You just survived a bridge exploding. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think that that's where your character's brain would be. <laughs> I mean, Baldwin does love books. He does. I, I just feel like you're so not, we like, looking at titles. The thing. <laughs> we descend into the thing. <laughs> Uh, so you kind of go down, and there are more uh, bookshelves uh, kind of in front of you. Uh, so there's some lining the walls, uh, several kind of in the middle of the pathway, and Jack walks behind them and goes to another uh, bookcase that's on the far back wall uh, and kind of pulls a book out and then pushes the book door, the book, and it opens, or the bookcase and it opens up into a false door that leads into, like, a cavern. False books here. And then you guys walk down further, uh, and you guys now feel that you are very far underground. Uh, probably about, like, 200 feet below ground at this point. Pirate feels pretty much at home. As we're getting led to our deaths, Jack Tanner is the leader of the campus. 
No. Where it is. Yeah. You and sound like Nadine. <laughs> <laughs> but you sound like. He's play <laughs> this is you right now. What you sound like. <laughs> And when you get into it, like narrows down, and so you guys are going single file, uh, and Jack's leading the way. Uh, and when it comes out, it's into a large round chamber, uh, in which you see fifteen people standing there, all with Candace Benatici masks. And on the middle of a table, you see a mostly completed staff. Uh, that it has like electricity and like other stuff pouring into it and that is where we're going to end this week's episode Bear. Bear. Bear.